All right, this first post reads, why is someone hovering a drone over me as I load a brisket into my smoker at 6 a.m. in my underwear? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Oh, well, come on. Why is that the question? You know why it's happening. You're in your underwear. Exactly. That's not the question is, why are you in your underwear at 6 a.m. loading your smoker? That's not apartment behavior. So this is a very nice house. I'm assuming that this person has a fence. But they might not. We don't know. There's this. a fence. You think so? Oh, I could tell. There's a fence. There's a nice big backyard. Because if you have a smoker, you probably have money for a house and a fence. No. If you're in your underwear barbecuing outside, you're probably in a house. I don't know. This person is like, you're invading their privacy. So it seems like their backyard is pretty secluded. And then here we are being live streamed onto OnlyFans against our will. This person who made this post doesn't know that that was the nosy neighbor's drone. It was a nosy neighbor's <laughs> that drone. That we send over neighborhoods. We were just searching for posts. We were searching for posts. With some brisket. <laughs> and of course, Shinadu is looking for brisket. Yeah. <laughs> this is Shinadu Naka. Nope. What? <laughs> Sorry, and I'm nosy neighbors. My computer died. All right. This is Dozy Neighbors. I'm Chittadu Daka. And I'm Candace Thompson. <laughs> and we'll be breaking down the most absurd neighborhood posts we can find on the Citizen and Nextdoor apps. But we don't just stop there. No, we don't. Where else do we go? We go, uh, Jesus. Overseas. Over and underseas. Yep, overseas, around the seas. Into the seas. Seas candy. I check for posts. Don't forget them. Candy. Don't forget the seas. Yeah, I check candy. under every single chocolate. <laughs> I'm like, nope, no posts here. Some of them are nasty. I tried that one. Yep, no post here. <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer. Disclaimer. This podcast features our thoughts and opinions on interesting stories from the internet to your neighborhoods. All riffs are for comedic purposes only. Do not try this at home. We had to tell them. We had to tell them. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you uh, fucks with brisket? Have you ever had it before? I fucks with brisket. Yeah? I don't fuck with it heavily. I have nothing against it. Yeah. I just never, like, I'll never buy it at a store on my own accord. Yeah. But I eat it if, if it it's available. to you. And I always like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think when you go in a grocery store, you know, I'm just a creature of habit. I'll just, if I find a few snacks that work, I'll get those snacks. I'll get those meals. Unless it's like a special occasion, I'm trying to get frisky with it. Or maybe I'll be watching some YouTube cooking videos. Trying to get frisky with the brisky? You know? <laughs> frisky with the... Let me get some of that frisket. Frisky. Frisket. <laughs> Ooh. The... And give me some triscuits yeah, <laughs> while you yeah, at while it. While you at it. Then <laughs> <laughs> you have triscuits with your briskets? Yeah, I'm having trisket and brisket, girl. Why did all your food rhyme? And give me some biscuits, too, <laughs> while you at it. Yesterday, you made me pancakes... And ham cakes? Ham cakes. <laughs> I don't know. That's right, girl. What rhymes with pancakes? Gave me some cheap cereal, cinnamon rounds, and the hash browns. <laughs> you know, I like my food to rhyme. It has to rhyme. Mm-hmm. Now eat that toffee and coffee and shit your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
right, let's jump into our first segment. This is where Chin and I discuss what's going on in our own neighborhood. That's right. It's getting a little difficult because we're living closer together now these it days. It's very difficult. And we draw straws. And Candace, you get to go first. Oh, I go first. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Somebody posted, someone is feeding walnuts to squirrels. Whoever is putting out walnuts as food for squirrels, please stop it. There is an L.A. city ordinance which prohibits feeding birds, pigeons, squirrels, and other wild and stray animals. They bring fleas, disease, filth, and can spread typhus and other deadly diseases. So stop, and this is Caps, so stop feeding walnuts for squirrels. He's angry, obviously. He's definitely angry. He's angry. But the funniest part about this post is the comments basically telling him to shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Please, we're Like, who hurt you? Um, somebody posted, I'm reporting Mary Poppins today, too, because she was feeding bird crumbs. <laughs> she was feeding bird crumbs this morning. Please stop it now, oh, she pleaded. That is hilarious. <laughs> he forgot he's talking to a society that grew up on Disney movies. I mean. Feeding cute animals is the cutest thing you can do. I took this personally as well because I also like feeding animals. <laughs> when I went home specifically mm-hmm. for Christmas, I was feeding some squirrels in the backyard, and I was not giving them stuff necessarily that we were going to eat, but I was giving them like scraps of stuff that we had. Like, for example, I cut up squash, Mm -hmm. cooked that for us to eat, and then the seeds that were in the squash, instead of just throwing them out, I gave them to the squirrels. Now, but that's very responsible the way you're feeding the squirrels. Because I know people, they feed squirrels with things they should never give to small animals. Like, why does that squirrel have a turkey leg? Like a full-on turkey leg, cake, pies. (laughs) And Where do you get a fork and knife from? They're going to survive. The problem is they're never going to see that type of food again just randomly. Yeah. They could become addicts. To what? To your point. So my sister texted me. She was like, Candace, this has never happened before. There was a squirrel climbing up the side of my parents' house. <laughs> there was another one. Like, <laughs> super close, like coming to the house, like looking at it. It was like they were looking for. But and that's another thing is I never hand fed them. I didn't say, here, eat out my hand. I left it by a tree. Mm -hmm. So I was like, they're not going to figure out that it's coming from this house. They're still squirrels, right? Their brains are the size of a walnut. So I was like, they're not going to know where it's coming from. You don't know where they could be watching you. They could have been, for sure. And I think they were because they were climbing on the house. She came from the house. (laughs) Where you find these seeds, dog? The walnuts are coming from inside the house. Inside the house. (laughs) Hey, why did lady bring that back the seeds? I don't know. I saw her carry some luggage and you think she has seasonal luggage? No, I think they're still in the house. They're still in the house. We got to go in and go through the chimney. Yeah. No, I legit was a little scared because I was like, what if they start like chewing on like the roof and stuff like that? You got to be careful because you can feed the wrong small animal. They, they'll cut your power. These girls are actually like professionally hired to get back at your enemies. I mean, I would do that. Yeah. And I bet I could find squirrels very easily because they love me. <laughs> I'd be like, guys, get him. They're like, what? <laughs> That's my eyelash. Fuck up Chinadu's ankles, and they would. What do you have this week? So I usually see this post once a year. It might come from a text. Somebody put it on Twitter or IG. But mm-hmm. this is the first time I've seen a neighborhood app. And it says, haven't posted here for a while, but I promised my friend that I would ask. He is blessed to have two tickets for the 2022 Super Bowl, both box seats. He paid 2000 for both tickets. 
But he didn't realize last year when he bought them, it was going to be the same day of his wedding. If oh. you're interested, he is looking for someone to take his place. It's at West Angeles Church, Los Angeles at 3 p.m. She is 5'6", about 140 pounds, good cook, too. She'll be the one who I dress. Let me know. And, you know, people do it as a joke. <laughs> and it's very fun to read. Yeah. But you know what? What? That's a real legitimate scenario. I'm not talking about, okay, I'm not going to marry this woman. Yeah. Because there's a Super Bowl, right? Wait. But is there anything in the world that you would move your wedding date? For? Like, you already had the wedding date. It was planned. Mm-hmm. But who's your favorite artist by far? I don't care. I mean, I don't care about stuff like that. So it would have to be, like, celebrity like, like a, stuff. Like a vegan fair? Okay, let's no. say this is a legitimate vegan fair. <laughs> <laughs> All the vegetables are going to be there. National <laughs> vegan fair. All the teas. All of the, the best vegan chefs. They're all going to be there, Candace. Now, it would have to be. <laughs> They're going to have tofu sculptures. All the fake what? chickens will be there. And the fake horses. It's going to be a blast. No. Would you move your wedding? Try your best to move no. your wedding. No. No? It would ha- for me to move, it would have to be something serious like a funeral of a loved one. Mm. That would be what would do it for me. Because in an event, I just, it's my wedding. There's nothing more important. I would disagree. So the Super Bowl or a sporting event, you Not would the change? Not Super Bowl, but what would... the NBA Finals, my Lakers, Game 7, and I got a ticket. Well, guess what? <laughs> well, guess what? I still love you just the same. Whoever loves you must also understand Game Seven. your obsession. First of all, Game 7 is Well, you don't have rare. to worry about the Lakers getting to Game 7. So well, here we you. go. I appreciate the positivity. Next up is Neighborhood Watch, where we slither all the way into the apps to find the best local and international stories. Now, Candace, how do we slither? We uh, rattlesnake sliver. You ever trying to get the last piece of jelly in a jar? No. You know, it's because <laughs> it's so slow. Like the syrup, it's just molasses. Is that slithering? Oh, yeah, that's a slither for sure. Jelly be slithering. What about slithering the house in Hogwarts? That's how we be slithering. Oh, yeah, man. Very suspicious the way we do mm-hmm. our search for posts. Yep. We're very dark. We're very dork. Very dark. We wear black in summer. We be looking for posts on top of broomsticks. And uh, Quidditch sticks. Very competitive the way we search for these posts. You get the point. They get it. The first post reads, A New Hampshire woman allegedly kept her mother's corpse for months while collecting her Social Security payments. Police first responded to the now-deceased woman's home after her family requested a welfare check for their mother, whom they had not seen for several months. However... No one was home at the time of the visit. When officers returned the next day, police said that the woman's daughter refused to let them inside. They returned with a search warrant and discovered the mother's dead body. Investigators also learned, this is not funny, kids. Investigators also learned that during the nearly six months that the body was hidden, her social security payments were still being deposited into the bank. The daughter has since been arrested and charged with abuse of a corpse, the Bedford Police Department said. Abuse? Abuse. You mean good use? <laughs> what are you talking that about? This was brilliant. It's brilliant. Actually. She, the only, her, her only mistake was not getting the rest of the family in on it. Yeah, because they're like, you collecting these checks? It wasn't sharing? They're not cutting us in on it? She couldn't trust them. 
I'm sure she wanted to share with some, but others she couldn't trust and to keep a secret. Yeah. She knew it was genius, but she just knew that it couldn't handle it. Yeah, she got greedy. I don't think she got greedy. I just I just think she couldn't risk telling others. Maybe. I feel like after two years, she'd be like, hey guys, I got I got something, I got something huge to tell you. <laughs> okay, so first, sorry, uh mom's dead. Mom died. Okay, mom dead. Uh, don't worry. Don't worry. She's been dying for a while. That's why it came off so casual. I'm sorry. Mom died. Oh my god, mom died. Okay, now listen. I've been collecting her social security for two years. <laughs> And I haven't spent a dime. I just couldn't tell you guys. And I already split it up. Oh my God, that's fucking genius. <laughs> Where is she? She's in a deep freezer. <laughs> she's on the couch. She's on the couch. I propped her up and she's watching BET. Right. <laughs> she's watching her favorite Tyler Perry movies. She just bones. <laughs> How many years, Candace? I'm going to say she's going to get three years. That's not bad. Worth it? Because you get out good behavior, 1.5. Especially if it's your first offense. Mm-hmm. You flash the right guard. <laughs> flash? You mean that with your titties? <laughs> <laughs> the water's like, you're all right. Mm-hmm. Andy Dufresne, show me them titties. <laughs> How did we get here? Okay. I don't know. It might. I think it might be less, really. Less than three. I think it's, it's going to be more of a money thing. I mm-hmm. think it's going to be a huge fine. First of all, she had to pay that money back that she collected for the last two years. Yes. Plus a fine, legitimate fine. Like you said, she didn't kill her mother. Yeah. She didn't kill her. We don't think. We don't think. I think she has to pay all of it back. She'll probably get a year to two years. We'll need a fact check to follow up on this story. Just, I think she's a version of Robin Hood. Robbing the rich to give to the poor? The government, yeah. She might be poor. She gave it to herself. Yeah, just the dead mom threw me with that scenario. <laughs> they probably worked that woman to death. Her mom probably was a coal miner. <laughs> the least we can do is let her collect a few more checks. If her mom got hit by a bus, and she's like, oh, fuck. And she had to drag the body to the house. Yeah, oh, oh man. <laughs> God damn it. I, you couldn't we, have died in your bed. We need them checks. This is way too soon. <laughs> That's what it mean when they say two's gone too soon. Gone too Cause soon. Because you didn't get those social security checks yet. <laughs> I wasn't done collecting. Gone too soon. Damn it. We had some, at least four more years of them checks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This next post reads, a 911 caller is requesting assistance because there are six peacocks in her backyard acting strange. And this happened in Rosebank, Staten Island. Uh-oh, New Jersey peacocks. I didn't know they had peacocks in Staten Island. Yeah, they do. Well, apparently. That's right. They have them out here. We're here. Is that your Staten Island? Staten Island peacock. Are you from the 20s? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> no, copper. Nah, I'm saying. <laughs> I've been here a while, saying. Me and my colored bird, colored wing friends. Just a peacock in a zoo suit. That was... <laughs> With a cigar? With a cigar. Where's the fucking squash seats? We heard this is the house. Cab Calloway. Like, what's happening right now? How do you know when a peacock is behaving strange? If it's not that extreme, like your scenario that you just gave us, what is strange behavior for a peacock? Some known strange behaviors from what I've seen. Yes. What Google says is that they create their nests on the ground. Ground and, nests? Mm-hmm, and perch on the treetops. What? Yep. Why, that doesn't sound practical. If it's on the ground, think about laying eggs in a nest on the ground. Very dangerous. Somebody hungry who wants some eggs, a peacock egg breakfast, I had omelet. No idea. You oh, don't oh, know? I don't remember. They must have dropped when I was bringing in groceries. Like, oh, those aren't regular eggs, sir. <laughs> would you try a peacock egg omelet? Only if it's $18. That's how I know it, it's delicious. It would be. It would be. <laughs> I feel like a peacock egg omelet would be like be $20, $70. Yeah, they'll try, yeah, try and find some fucked up reason to charge you $20 extra than what they paid for. <laughs> well, these are peacock eggs. Oh, these are peacock eggs. Oh, really? 
the colorful purse? Yes, that's right. Yes, that's it. They stole their babies. Is this right. legal? <laughs> right. <laughs> we got them on the black market. Like, you, need, you need to go. <laughs> You're asking too many questions. You know, peacock birds actually usually travel in uh, 8 to 10. What is that called? You know, like a murder of crows? Probably a flock. A I think flock? All, all birds in, in groups are it's called a flocks. a flock? Well, let's look it up. It's a flock of birds. What is a group of peacocks? An ostentation, a pride, and a muster. That's what you call a group of peacocks. An ostentation? Sounds very formal. <laughs> it sounds very formal. But look at them. Peacocks look very formal. They do look very formal. That's like the tuxedo of birds. Yeah, peacocks look like they're, like, you know, that one asshole that comes dressed better than the groom. Yes. It's like, man, relax, bro. Yes. Why are you dressed better than the bride? Yes. You was a plus one. You are, you're not even on the list. Stealing her thunder. You're a plus one, and you're coming with more jewelry on than the bride. That's how I picture Billy Porter showing up at yeah. someone's wedding. Why did you staple your bracelet to your eyebrow? <laughs> what is this about? more fabulous than the bride. Yeah, like, bro, you're a plus one. Nobody knows you. <laughs> now you're they do. You're a peacock suit? <laughs> <laughs> Showed up actually in a peacock. Well, you know, that's what they call they it. Exist. Well, they call that peacocking. When a guy dresses a certain way or has certain behavior to attract the women specifically. They yeah. call it peacocking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I wear Crocs. So that... Because we know you're taking, Jenny. Yeah. They know I'm comfortable. <laughs> it's the first way to let someone know that you are not available. You're in a comfortable relationship. Is it some Crocs, you're not. Man. You've given up. I've given up. <laughs> you don't <laughs> care. This next post reads, Dear removes from a classroom at a Tennessee elementary school. Wildlife officials in Tennessee said an officer responded to an elementary school where a deer forced its way into a classroom through an emergency exit. The white-tailed buck, who was estimated to be between two and a half and three and a half years old, was in good spirits and allowed officers to lead it to an exit, the school said. What a blast for those kids. I mean, who needs a field trip? One of deer, deer just, just could bust through the emergency exit anytime. That'll keep you awake. I would have loved for that to have happened. You yeah. get a, a lesson, like a science teacher then could use the deer. Yes, to then, you know, give them a, a really cool lesson. I've in person, we have a deer here. Let me show you. Sometimes elementary school, it could feel like things are really safe yeah. and neat and ordered. Yeah. And the deers are reminded like, hey, man, man, shit is wild out here. Stay in school, man. <laughs> Don't be like me. I'm out here in the wild. He's <laughs> just fucking shit. He was doing a dare, <laughs> a dare presentation. Yeah, <laughs> stay off of drugs. And don't run in front of headlights. I wish I would have studied and took school serious. Now look at me, just out here in traffic. A deer doing a scared straight program. I got hit by a motorcycle yesterday because I wasn't paying attention high on drugs, just in the middle of the freeway. I could have been out there with Santa Claus, but no, look at me. Just in the neighborhood, walking around, doing nothing with my life. Somebody shot my mom. Any questions? In a gang brawl. Oh, you really gonna call my? Oh, you really gonna call the cops on me? Like, is this Bambi? <laughs> the last thing I will say about this post, and of course, I have to take a dark turn. Okay. I hope they just took the deer and left with it and gave him back to the woods. I hope that that's what's happened because I'm telling you, I've eaten some school lunches that may have been deer meat. You bring up a good point because this could easily been a deer that was actually on school grounds already. He could have escaped from the cafeteria. He could have. Oh. And all the teachers pretending that he just got there. Like, oh, that. how did Oh, yeah, get where did here? he come from? They oh, knew. no. Let's get the uh, school, uh, school campus police officer to escort him back to. Yeah. 
This is random. This is random. (laughs) Hey, what are you doing here? What are these scars? Why do you have barbecue (laughs) sauce on you? (laughs) Oh, it's so weird, guys. (laughs) All right, don't pet your food. I mean, don't pet the deer. Stop playing with your food. What? That's why he went in such good spirits, because he's used to the grounds. He knows where he's at. He knows. It's not his first time there. He was looking for a friend. Hey, where did Jimmy go? Oh, they cooked Jimmy last week. Aw, man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Chinadu, man, that was that was amazing, that segment. Extremely fantastic. What's that type of fan? Um, that's like an uh, obsessed fan. Stalker? Fanatic. It was fanatic-tastic. It was fanatic-tastic. I think I just created a new word. You did. Man, I should work for Webster. If you're enjoying this, we'll be doing this every single week. You could work for Urban Dictionary. I'll take it. You got to start somewhere. I work in the mailroom. Work my way up to Webster. Yes, and for our listeners, if you're enjoying this, and I know you are, we would love for you to participate and send your stories into us. If you have any wild posts from your neighborhood apps, send them to us. That's right, because this possible will go on forever. Forever. What's your uh, social handle, Candice? Jokes by Candice. What's yours? Oh, you know mine. Very easy. Chin, E-D-U, U-N-A-K-A. Links are in our bios. Oh man. Chinadu? You know what time it is. <laughs> I sure do. It is time for our phone a friend segment. This is where we have one of our hilarious comedic comedy buddies call in. I don't know why I said comedic and comedy. That was redundant. It's okay. Leave that in, Chilelli. Leave it in. <laughs> Leave that flub in. Our comedic comedy comedians. <laughs> Who are funny. <laughs> they call in and share a silly neighborhood story with us. And uh, this lady, I love her to death. I'm so happy she could join us today. You can see her on the Wonder Years that's on the air every Wednesday if you've got cable. Or if you don't, it's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. <laughs> and the last OG also if you got cable. But that if you don't, that's also on HBO Max. So happy to have this lady on today. Put your virtual hands together for the amazing Ambria Allen. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Yep, yep, yep. I love that. Put your virtual hands together. It's That's so, right. It's yeah, so man. black. It's so black, but like, <laughs> like you doing it. You know what I mean? Like it's elevated. It's elevated. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Put your virtual Put hands your virtual together. Put your virtual hands together. Okay. <laughs> Do it. We I figured it, it out here over here in Nosy Neighbors. We you figured really it out. Have. Oh, yeah. you, you really have. You got in here when we were in the groove. Yeah. All the kinks been tell. worked out. Right before the season's about to end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, we got it. Episode 85. 800. We figured it out. Ambria, what story do you have for us today? Okay, so this is a childhood neighborhood story. Um, it is a story about love, mm. about lives. Mm. And it is also a story about landscaping. Ooh. Okay. So I grew up in Bakersfield, small town in California, um, in the middle of, of nothing. You've, mm-hmm. you've driven through it to get to better places. You get gas, you stop and get gas in Bakersfield because the prices is good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, this is the home I was raised in. This is my neighborhood. This is my block, my street. So my next door neighbors had just done some landscaping in their front yard. They removed the grass and they put in those 90s red kind of burgundy rocks in Mm. the front yard. Um, Yeah, they they drought tolerant before they knew we had a climate crisis. This was was very progressive. Yeah, this is hole in the ozone layer time. Yeah. Um, Remember that? Remember when it was like, there's a hole Hole in the ozone ozone. 
they was like, fuck it, we got to get this grass out of here and put these rocks. Um, so they put the rocks in. The issue with the rocks is they kept kind of spilling over onto the shared sidewalk. Mm. And y'all are so <laughs> The foreshadowing of a problem is what I can't hear. Mm, I see that sounds rock problematic. Oh, yeah. Here we That's, go. Uh, I see it. I think I we're in act two now. The plot thickens. <laughs> we are. Right? So my dad, who, mind you, our grass is raggedy. So... He, in my view, is jealous. So, you know, we got gopher holes in our grass. You know, my dad is irritated that they've done this landscaping. The landscaping is messy. And I'm like, who are we to judge a couple of miscellaneous rocks when right. our grass is patchy? The patchy grass is actually really good for uh, keeping your your home safe, too. Why? Because no one's going to break it. Yeah, people assume there ain't no valuables to in a there. patchy grass. Yeah, they're like, well, if they ain't got household. water, they damn sure ain't got no diamonds. What? <laughs> so is that what my dad, my dad really just invented the first alarm system? Yeah, that was, that was smart. It was to thwart thieves. Now, yeah. around the corner lived my first crush, Christopher Vines. I had just started riding my bike in the neighborhood. I did not ride my bike around the corner into the cul-de-sac where Christopher Vines lived because it was like, he might be over there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, what am I going to do if yeah. I see him? So one day I actually muster up the courage to, you know, take the bike out on a spin um, and venture into crush land. Mm -hmm. um, so I tell my mom, hey, I'm leaving. I'm going out toward the school, which is the opposite direction. I lie. I lie about my whereabouts. Oh. Take, <laughs> I know. I know. I take the bike as if she couldn't find me um, in a car. <laughs> right. In Bakersfield. Right. I take the bike out, pedaling slowly. I'm nervous. Right. As I pass each house, I'm like, oh, shit, I'm going toward Christopher Rice. What am I going to say? What if he's out there? What do I do? And I'm completely dressed wrong. I'm dressed like nice, like Sunday nice, which is like, should have been the first clue to my mom that like, this bitch is not going to the school. She's going <laughs> to Christopher Bynes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, she's going on a date. Right. She's going on a date. Hilarious. So I get closer and I go turn in towards the cul-de-sac and Christopher Vines is in the front yard with more friends. Oh. So it's like... It's pressure. It's a lot of pressure. Yes. Because now you can't say nothing. Much. Yeah. I can't say nothing. You can't They're probably trip. Gonna, mm -hmm. well, you, you know, three anything. of the three boys that's not Christopher got a crush on you. Now it's you just super know. complicated. My armpits are Exactly. Tangled. And that's not what you want. So I hit the corner. I see all of them. I try to course correct. Mm. I'm a novice writer. I'm not made for quick turns, right? And I'm trying to look cute and I'm in the wrong apparel, right? So in my attempt to turn around quickly before I'm seen, I'm already seen. I fall off my bike. Oh, just just from the nerves? Yeah, yeah from the nerves. He's so cute. His friends are there. Uh, I couldn't take it. And then I try to do this BMX thing. You know, uh, I'd gone to school with a bunch of white boys. Yeah, you, so, you try to pop a you know, wheelie out of nowhere? Try to pop a wheelie. No Ollie. practice, huh? <laughs> was it like a smooth fall or was it like face? Did you tumble? Cheek, like the cheek touched the gravel Tell or was like your tumble. hands broke your fall? My hand broke my fall. I was devastated mm. and I rode my bike home crying Aww. and 
it turns out that my arm was broken. <gasps> oh my God. So we had to tell so my mom, I go to the door. My mom was like, you just left. You went to the school that fast? <laughs> I'm crying. Still I'm trying crying. to keep like, the charade up. Correct. And she's like, what happened? And I panic. I can't tell her that I went down the street being fast. No. You know what I mean? Down to Christopher Vines' house and there were boys and I panicked and I fell off my bike. So what do I do? But hey, the reason why I'm back so fast is because I was riding toward the school and the rocks that spilled over onto the sidewalk got caught in my tires and I fell off my bike. Oh, no. Wow. I know. This is some real police type shit you're doing right now. It is. (laughs) (laughs) She's covering her tracks. Training day. It's very training day. Throwing innocent people under the bus. (laughs) You know? What am I supposed to do? I gotta, I gotta preserve my reputation. Coverage, okay, body cam, and everything. And you've been exactly. a perfect child up until now. <laughs> exactly. So why can't I do a big lie? Yeah, I, right. So right. I, you've like, earned it. Straight A's. I've earned this yeah. lie. Yeah. She's like, yeah. Let's just start a generational beef. <laughs> and, and so I did. So my mom takes me to the doctor, the hospital. I get this cast on my arm. Right. I have mm-hmm. all of second grade. I have this cast, right? I broke my arm. And it does start this ongoing beef. My dad tries to bill them for the hospital, yeah. for the breaking of the arm. All of this stuff happens. Yeah. And this whole time, are you like, is it eating you up it that this be. has started? Or you're just so relieved they bought the lie? I'm so relieved. And I'm <laughs> oh, over there. Yeah, she's I'm only in second so grade. Relieved. Yeah, I'm only in second grade. I'm like, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm mind you, now that I have a cast, Right. So I've lost Christopher. Right. I'm grieving that. I'm grieving that. <laughs> now, now, sometimes right. a cast can actually get you the crush. You can get him so, to sign your cast. You have, a lot, you have get him to sign the cast. Sympathy. There's a, there's a lot of tension on you. Mm-hmm. Correct. So he signs the cast. Ah. He says, I'm so sorry. Mm. The cul-de-sac is tricky. I get that attention. Not also in school. I'm killing it. I become ambidextrous. I learn yes. how to write oh, with my left hand. Look at that. I'm killing the game. Killing the game. Now, to this day, the Jones family holds this against us. They have no idea. When they listen to this podcast, they will know that I'm the reason. And I'm they the do listen. They, to this day, still <laughs> believe that... And wait, did they They actually paid the hospital bill? No! Oh, okay. No. Okay, you so now you're talking no, about legal issues. I was going to say, Amber, you got a job now. You got to send no, them no. that... You got to send them that $12,000. No, no, that conversation with here's the bill, and Mr. Jones said, you, you must think I'm crazy if you think I'm going to pay this bill. Yeah, that's no. how it was that like, went. prove it. Right. Did you ever tell your, exactly. your family the truth? No, no. they're going to hear this. Oh, they're wow. going to They're going to listen. This they the do listen time. to this podcast. Your mom yeah, actually they're... commented on our last episode. She's so, like, this is phenomenal. So all, all, right. all these Thanksgiving dinners, you just never like, you yeah. know what? I've never. I've after, never... Just after a little wine. You know what, mom? I got to tell you. I got it. And then I got this email about this podcast, and I said, you know what? It's time to unburden myself. It is time. It really is. This is a wow. That was, you got two months to tell them the truth before this podcast. I know, Please, please don't let them find out this way. (laughs) Oh, my God. Ambria, that was amazing. Uh, We have a quick question for you. We have another segment that we are going to do that is Uh called Karen of the Week. And we were wondering if you had time to stick around and riff with us. You don't have to if you don't have time, but perfect. No, of course I do. Perfect. Awesome sauce. Let's do it. Yes, we will be right back after this break. 
All right, when we're back, we're Karen of the Week. Now, this is a segment where me and Candace, we like to find a post where a Karen just kind of acting a little crazy out there or, or acting as an R word. Now, R word can mean a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is obviously racist, uh, 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 rambunctious, uh, <laughs> raggedy, rude. You know, there's a bunch of R words Karens could be in. Yeah. Sometimes Karens aren't. Radical. Republican. Republican. Republican's a good one, yeah. You know, radical Republican. Yep. And they're not Put always. Them together. They're not always just females. There could be, a Karen could be a male too. And sometimes they're not Caucasian only. Yep. And today we do have a male Karen. That's right. A we Chad. Have a Chad. A Cody, perhaps. Mm-hmm. This post reads, Fordham University professor fired after missing up two black students in class. Hours after what he called an innocent mistake, lecturer Christopher Trogan sent a rambling nine-page email to students in his Composition two classes explaining the mistake and defending, without being asked, his entire life of working on issues of justice, equality, and inclusion, the campus newspaper reported. The offended student assumed my mistake was because I confused that student with another black student, Trogan wrote. I have done my best to validate and reassure the offended student that I made a simple human error. It has nothing to do with race. In the email, he urged any students upset by the incident to complain to the school. Depending on your response to the officials above, I may or may not be your professor in class next week. It's all up to you, he wrote. He was eventually fired in October. Okay, that mm-hmm. way. What happened? Okay, so he... Yeah, wait, what? He called a black student by another black student's name. Mm-hmm. And he's saying that it had nothing to do with race. He's saying, I just made a mistake. This black student is saying, no, you're racist. You're just mixing up black people because I guess we all look alike. So he wrote a note, I guess, pleading to his students, please defend me. A nine-page email. Yeah, please defend me. It was innocent, and I may not be here if you don't help me. (laughs) I may not be back if you guys don't help me. And then he was let go (laughs) in October. Now, this, I'm guessing this wasn't a one-time thing. (laughs) This could have just be a one-time thing. I I don't know. I mean, people, it's such, like, it's so tense right now in this climate. Mm -hmm. And people are very quick. To call the race, use the race card. I will say that. Like, a lot of it's true, but a lot of time I think people are using the race card to benefit from it, get attention. Um, So if what he is saying is true and it was an innocent mistake, which it could have been. I've mistaken people before. So, and yes, some of them sometimes were black and I am black. (laughs) So I think... Yeah, I think maybe it was, it could have been the first time in this class. Yeah. We don't know how many other classes this boy been called another black kid. We don't, right? we don't. So I think what's, what's hard is that white people got to take into consideration the racism we experience from other white people. And mm-hmm. I right? So you may not have done it. Mm-hmm. But you don't know what your cousin may have done before I came in here. It's almost like, you know what I mean? So it's like, I'm sorry that that's the case. But that's why we're all responsible for each other. Yeah. Right? Like, you got to. And that's just me being ridiculous. For sure. But, for sure. That's a lot to ask of somebody. <laughs> it is. You got to pay for your sins of every white person. It's a but lot. Candace, don't we? Don't we? Sure. We, every time a black student do something, you sure. you hold it against yeah, someone else. I, I feel like we have to be missing a part of the story. Unless he didn't get fired for that reason. Maybe he got fired later 
It says he was eventually fired in October. Maybe he was fired for a completely different reason. <laughs> Maybe he was fired for the nine-page page email, email that he forced people to say, read. Yeah. Right. He was feeling guilty that, about that's something. That's more offensive than anything he could have done. Now I got to sit here and read this email? Are you crazy? <laughs> now, for every Karen segment, we have our friend that comes on the show. Rate the Karen from 1 to 10. Where do you put this young fella at? I put him at a 4. Yeah. I put him at a mm-hmm. 4. Because there's a racial subtext. Definitely there. For sure. But he could have remedied it in a much less crazy way. And no students were harmed. Right. right. They were certainly annoyed. But I think because they walked away unscathed, for the most part, it's a four. Mm-hmm. It's a four. Yeah. What about you, Candace? Where, where you got this Um. Say? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and give him a five around the same, not too far away from Ambria. Just because, yeah, yeah it's like... I'm not going to rate him too high because I think he learned a lesson now. And now mm-hmm. I guarantee for his next job that he gets, oh, he going to know those black kids' names. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Backwards and forwards. Facts. So yeah. I think he's going to step it up next time. So Yeah, I, I think I'm on the same wavelength. I put him around that three, that four range. I think this is a guy that just made a human error. But his reaction is what really got him the Karen segment because he could have easily yeah. said, you know what, guys, I apologize. I will do better from here on out. But instead, I think he thought it was like a funny joke. He probably got the, sometimes the kids will laugh when he do it. And one of the students complained. And instead of him just saying, you know what, my bad, I should have. He kind of took it like, oh, I'm going to write a nine page email. I'll show you who this boss. And that's what got him fired. So hopefully this man understands where he went wrong and at his next job as candidate confirms. I think he should still be allowed to teach elsewhere. Uh, Ambria, that was amazing. Thank you so much for joining us today. That was hilarious. Thank you. One more time, where can people find you online? You can find me on Instagram at underscore Ambria, A-M-B-E-R-I-A. Yeah, the E is there for decoration. My mom's black. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And make sure you guys check out the show Wonder Years and The Last OG. Yep, yep, yep. All right, Ambria, thanks again. This was amazing. Thank you, guys. Yep, yep. Talk to you soon. Drive safe. All right. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> well, Candace, you know what time it is. I do. It is Won't You Be My Neighbor time, isn't it? No, no. What? No, 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 no. I know, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm hurt, too. But the only thing that could be just as good, if not better, than Won't You Be My Neighbor? A cupcake? Close is a Nosy Neighbors listener submission. You guys have been submitting stories and we picked some of the best. And here is one of them. This post reads, a woman is banned from the zoo after an unhealthy relationship with a chimp. The monkey-loving woman was banned from visiting a male chimpanzee at a zoo in Antwerp, Belgium after officials declared their relationship unhealthy for the animal socialization with other chimps. The heartsick woman had reportedly been visiting Cheetah, the male chimp, on a weekly basis for four years in what she described as a real, in quotes, relationship. During their visits, the unlikely duo would reportedly blow kisses and wave to each other through the glass of the primates' enclosure. Although, thankfully, they didn't engage in anything more advanced. I love that animal, and he loves me, she said about the chimp and their mutual attraction. You know what's what's interesting is the word banned, because you could tell they asked her nicely. Hey, man, could you stop? Could you stop drooling? Blowing kisses. On the glass. And, you know, flashing your nipples to 
Mr. Ben Ben over here. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I won't do it again. Then they catch her at night coming yeah, she's back. She's back. She's in a disguise. <laughs> she has a blonde wig on. What are you doing? We know it's you. She's like, no, it's not. For the last time, look, we're going to ban you if you don't stop coming here and throwing seized candy over the gate. What you going to do when you finally break up with them and you meet a real person? And you're not lonely no more. Or you find a cat. She's like, I haven't thought that far ahead. She's like, I really love him. He loves me too. <laughs> I feel bad for this lady because if it is really true love, and who knows? It could be true love. It you, could be. You we, know who your soulmate could be. We're so quick to judge people. But yeah, yeah I do believe 100% like in reincarnation. This could have been her soulmate that came this back. could have been a soulmate. Just as a, as a Just chimp. different lifetimes. Yeah. You know, right person, wrong time. Exactly. Shit, you know? Yeah. yeah. It happens all the time, man. <laughs> Do you think she threw her panties over the, the gate? That was the line that had to be drawn in the sand when she did do that. I think that's how we got to the ban. I'm happy that she had to get escorted out or banned from the zoo to end this relationship. Because um, nice. I think, honestly, he would have got bored and just ghosted her. And that's The chimp? The chimp. Wow. That's, you really think so? And that's a story that no one wants to hear. You, yeah. You think they were trying to protect the woman's feelings, I not think the chimp's so. feelings? Yeah, I no. The chimp to... was going to get bored. This woman's crazy. Hmm. Eventually, he was going to be like, I can definitely do better than this. Okay. So. You know, you're the expert. I am. I'm the bestiality <laughs> expert on the show. <laughs> that's right. We all know you. <laughs> You know, you don't eat the animals, but you know you'd be doing anything, everything I else. I know the psychology of animals. You do everything else with the animals. I'm the Dr. Phil. That's why you don't eat them no more because you're zoology. fucking them. Shut <laughs> up. Cut the show off. <laughs> Aren't you? That's why you don't eat them. Chilelli, cut the show. Because you love them, don't you? <laughs> I do love them. Uh-huh. Though too strong. Not in a sexual way, I you nasty not. motherfucker. I'm just saying. What a great time we had today, Candace. I, did you enjoy yourself? I always enjoy myself. I enjoyed especially myself. Especially today. Especially today. This, this is my top 40. I learned that if you are going to keep your mom's corpse, you got to do a better job of hiding her. Of course, don't tell your siblings. Well, you know, you got to tell the family. That's how the cops got wind of it. Yeah, that's true. But if you're not going to tell your family, do a better job of hiding her. You can't. Or tell them something. Tell, <laughs> tell them that she went on vacation. She moved to Bangladesh. For eight years. Facts. Yeah. She says she won't be back. Bangladesh. <laughs> Email me at stillalive at yahoo.com. do what did you learn? I learned that a human and a chimp can have a genuine relationship that surpasses just patron and zoo animal. Yeah. I think you can kind of easily take advantage of an animal and oh, their emotions. sure. So I think this yeah. was a lesson in that. That's right. Don't do that. It's not nice. Look what Goldilocks did with the bears. She broke in and ate their stuff and slept in their beds. And what they do to Probably her. ran up their... Uh, Electricity bill. Their phone bills. All types yeah. of shit. Probably pay for Showtime on, yeah. on a card that was on file. She was file. wiling out, yeah. They're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Who signed me up for uh, <laughs> uh, Roku? <laughs> <laughs> Well, Candace, tell the people where can they find you. They can find me on social media at Jokes by Candace. That's right. You can also find me on social media at Chinadu Unaka. That's Chin, E-D-U-U-N-A-K-A. And Chinadu Comedy on Twitter. Nosy Neighbors comes out every Thursday, only on Spotify. Be sure to hit that follow button on Spotify so you never miss an episode. Nosy Neighbors with me, Chinadu Unaka. And me, Candace Thompson. It's a Spotify original podcast. We executive produce the show. Thank you to our lead producer, Allison Johnson, and our producer, Kelly Cow. Matthew Chilelli edits the show. 
Cornelia Stradwick does writing and research for us. Our executive producer from Spotify is Gina Dalbeck. And special thanks to Robert Adler, Dan Behar, Casey Simonson, and Courtney Gilbert. Make sure to follow Nosy Neighbors only on Spotify. <laughs>